Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Roxy, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R., Christopher, Kilted Sir, Fire Good and His Good Boy Grant, Brian, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Linus X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, Mrs. and Mr. Hart, J21, Daisy If You Do, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Serenity Ah, Belle, Puppy Mike, Jedi Kitten, Eric, Cat Daddy, Sweetie Todd, Radically Blessed, Lady Affliction, Dr. Dave, Pumpkin Pie, Ms. Tourmaline, S'more, Hacksaw, Kinky Katie, We Mad Beastie, To Be Better For Me, Forest, BP Brin, Ray S., Crash Override, Becca, Sir Sin, Little Bean, Kinky Bear, I'm Baby Bitches, Barbie, Frost, Sinful and Naughty. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. Patrons also get discounts at our Etsy shop, Pink Kink Boutique, and our online classes at Pink Kink Institute. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pink kink podcast or click the link at pink kink podcast.com. Rara, Dara, what is your deepest, darkest secret that you have never shared with anyone? I don't think I have any left. I think I've shared with it. You ruined everything. it. God. I didn't get the script. You're was not playing along. Was there a script? No. Why would there be a script? Then I don't know. Okay. So. We can't possibly be starting the episode this early. But No, but I really, really wanted to like set the mood. What's the mood? Very scary. I am Batman. So where's the spiders? Uh, We don't. We, we did, no. The ixnay on the on the eiders spay. <laughs> you said it was scary. That's where my mind went. It's pretty fucking scary. I'm not gonna lie. And it is Halloweenish. Are we gonna release this episode pretty close to Halloween? Maybe. Ooh, okay. We should. We really should. I think it does. Actually, wait a minute. Let me check. Okay. Hold on. Pause while we do business work. Yeah. It'll be actually damn close to Halloween. It's the, it's the Friday before Halloween. So it's the closest episode to Halloween. Yeah. Ooh, Without going it, over, because the price is right. Yeah, we should put spooky music here. Okay, in case you haven't figured out, we are actually together in the same room for the first time in fucking forever. Which means... 
I can kick you. Which means I'm sitting crisscross applesauce <laughs> on my feet or away. But you know how you can tell we're actually together in the same room? Because we act even more loopy. No, I was going to say, do you hear that in the background? The silence, the no dogs barking. Hey, sometimes they sleep through the entire episode and you can't hear them. When was that? Um, When they were babies. <laughs> <laughs> they are no longer babies. Yeah. And Jules is a fucking monster. <laughs> oh, my God. she's She was so cute this morning. She wouldn't let me go. That's why I'm actually late today. She followed me every single room that I went to and, like, would curl up in whatever spot was closest to me and was just pressed. She's been pressed up against me since last night. Would not. I sat down to the couch to put my shoes on, jumped up, and was, like, on me and just went back to sleep. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you're really cute when you're sleeping. Why can't you be cute when you're awake, too? That's not how it works. She's second born. Oh, my God. She's an evil little gremlin. Mm-hmm. Second born. Huh. She's adorable when she's sleeping, much like your daughter. And then when she wakes up, she's a gremlin. Actually, my daughter's in a very good place right now. She's, she's actually not a gremlin right now. Really? Well, except for when I got the message from her saying, do you know what today is? No, honey, what is it? It's give money to your daughter day. I think she made that shit up no actually it's real oh well that's she said she ass. sent me she sent me a screenshot of the uh google page that showed what it was hmm. but i had already this is such a fucking mom thing to do mm -hmm. i sent her a vacuum <laughs> is it a shark it's a no it's like a dust buster ah but i got in a text going mom help my roommate dropped a full glass of ranch dressing and it's all over the floor like a, a full jar glass yeah jar wait what it is a bottle a bottle made of glass why would you have a glass bottle of ranch they come in that, plastic well this one didn't okay and she's like help what do we do because i can so help her 2500 miles away but you're the mom this is required that's why i said this is such a mom thing to do so i talked her through it what they needed to do and then i then I quickly went on Amazon and ordered a dustbuster to be delivered to her so she would be prepared for future events. Like, um, it doesn't get more mom than that. What, what time did I get here? I, I don't know, 1030-ish? Why? Did you forget to let Daddy J know you arrived safely? Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't texted you. I haven't checked my phone. Hold on. No, he didn't yet. Well, he messaged me 20 minutes ago. Uh-oh. If I actually ever, like, die in a car accident on the way to your house, he's not going to know. Because... No, he will, because I'll reach out to him, because I know what time you're supposed to be here. <laughs> Rara will get in her car and come find me. Only if I don't have to put on a bra. Nah, you'll be fine. Okay. Wait, you might want to, though, because there might be some hot firefighters getting me out of the car wreck. See, and to me, that would be not having on a bra would be more helpful. <laughs> That's just the way my mind works. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> well, actually, the 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 time that I um accidentally stuck myself with my own EpiPen and we had to call the paramedics, I why am I not surprised you've done that? Uh, sh we don't talk about that. But <laughs> it was it was funny because my mom was over and I made her go get my bra so I could put it on before the paramedics got there. And they were all unbelievably hot. So we also had cameras in the house because, you know, we do. And 
I told my mom, I was like, you better call Jay because um, he's away for the weekend. And you better call him because I don't want him to see all of the hot paramedics and firefighters that have showed up. There was like five of them and they were all smoking hot and muscular. And I was like, I don't want him to think that we got strippers or something. (laughs) Oops. Yeah, see, and I'm at the point where if I have to go to the ER or the hospital, I don't put on a bra. I'm like, I'm going comfy. Mm -mm. No, always with the bra. I don't, I don't, I was barely answering the door yesterday without a bra. I find bras very scary. Why? I thought I was going to try to wean us into this episode. That was bad. Yeah. I'm out of practice. Like, that was bad. Did it did scare I, you? It's scary it's how so bad, bad that there, was. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I did it. <laughs> Unintentionally, but you got there. <laughs> The point is, it's not the destination, it's the journey. Is the journey scary? <laughs> I'm scared right now. Is it scary in your mind right I'm now? Scary or... I'm scared right now. Okay. All right, so I guess we're going into the episode now? Well, look, I'm a little I'm a little uh, off because I did not write the notes for this episode. I did not do the research for this episode. I don't know what to do from this side. Oh, the sit back, relax, and let somebody else take the wheel part? Yes! Don't worry, you'll talk enough to fill up the blanks, you know, it'll be fine. Okay. You usually do. Well, that's not talking has never been a problem for me. It's definitely your strong suit. <laughs> so I think we'll be okay. Yes. All right. So do you have the notes that I sent you? I do. Did I, did I send you last night? Yes. Did I read them? No. No. Of course not. Why would we do that? I start a terrible habit like that now. I mean, it's been a few years since either of us have read each other's notes. Though so. I did warn you that I am putting together a set of notes for the next recording time, and you have to read them. And not only that, I have to read an article. Several. Ugh. Gross. Why are you giving me more work? Because I mean like that? Listen, I have a job that I actually have to work at. Most people do. You don't. I have to work at mine. Yeah, and then like shit happens, and you're like, eh, I'm just going to do podcast stuff. Look, if I can get my work done in a very timely fashion and my coworkers cooperate. <laughs> That's the kicker. <gasps> I need a new job. <laughs> All right. So the reason I was going with scary and setting the mood and asking about Rara's deepest, darkest secrets is not because I'm Batman, although that would be awesome. Dude's got a lot of tech. All right. And a butler. I mean, that's the shit. I just want his money. I but mean, not his not his angst. I don't have his sense of like justice. I will say that. I'd be like, no, you do you, boo. <laughs> Just leave me alone with my money. I'd be that person. I'd be Scrooge McDuck in it. <laughs> okay. I just, okay. So here's the, okay. This is so off topic. It's not even funny, but well, like, we never do that. I'm, no, this is ridiculously off topic. I just finished Breaking Bad. Okay. Like, I know I'm several years off, but uh, we just finished it. Don't worry, I still haven't watched it. It's amazing. You should watch it. It's fucking sick. But there's this scene where these two guys, they're like hired, um, I don't know what they are, assassins. They're not assassins. They're like whatever they are. They're they're the guys that just get stuff done. They're supposed to go collect the money. And it's so much of it that the just like okay i have to i have to and laid down on the pile of cash and just rolled around in it i was like that is so scrooge mcduck in it i would absolutely do that i would lay it all out on my bed and just have a nice roll 
Okay. You do you, boo. That's what I'm saying. Leave me alone with my pile of money and I'll just, that's it. Okay. That's got to be a kink, right? I'm sure it is. Like not, not the Findom part. I don't know. I'm going to look that up. Okay. All right. So I was going to do, and like this also has been inspired by, remember when we were interviewing Hag? Yes. I love how we don't even call him hot Asian guy anymore. It's just hag now. Yes. We were talking about doing a kidnapping scene on him. Correct. And I still kind of want to do that, but I feel like this would also be a really fun way to do it. I like to think they usually go hand in hand, at least in my mind. They can. Like, it doesn't have to be, but it's it can be part of it. I don't know too many people who do a kidnapping scene to have it end in tickling, but okay. Oh, no, but that's actually part of it. For some people. Yes, exactly. I, so we're not talking about kidnapping, though. No, we're not. For, well, well, partially. I have notes, so I know what we're talking about. Do you? I do. It's right in front of me. Oh, good. So I'm just going to come right out and say it because at this point, there's just been too much us? tangents. Yeah, too much us. Stop being all of this. You just pointed to all of me. Yes. Sorry. How to train your dragon reference there. And uh, we're talking about interrogation play. It's very fascinating. I've never, I've never done it. I've watched some. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could bottom for it, but I'd be very curious to top for it. I could totally top for this. 100% easy. I already have to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so interrogation, I just want to point out, is a form of CNC that is not rape play. It can have rapey components. But it is not intrinsically rape play. It is a form of CNC, consensual non-consent, but it does not have to involve rape plays. This is where everybody gets confused because they are not the same. No, they are not. That's my soapbox. It's a beautiful soapbox. It is. It's quite lovely. It's very tall. Everything for me is tall. But this one happens to be me tall. Anyway, I got this definition from Kinkley. I know, Rara's favorite place ever. I, it's not that they, I hate them. It's just almost every single definition puts BDSM with sex. Well, it also does a lot of submissive and dominant. And their definition says an interrogation scene in the context of BDSM role play occurs when a dominant partner takes the role of an interrogator while the consenting submissive participant plays the role of the interrogated person. So here's my thing. It does not have to be a dominant. You can top it. It does not have to be a submissive. You can just be the bottom. It is considered role play. I don't know why this would be like an actual, like for real thing. So yeah, it is role play. The torturer, the interrogator, the top messes with the other person, the bottom, the tortured one, the interrogated, the victim. Whatever word you want to fucking use. The victim. So that's why I figured this is pretty good for Halloween. I kind of want to, I really want to do one of these scenes now, like so bad. After doing all this research, I have all these ideas. But we do have a friend who actually did an interrogation scene. I don't remember what convention it was. I want to say it was Winter Fire many moons ago. Highland? Mm-hmm. It wasn't Winterfire. What, do you remember what it was? It was at Dungeness. 
Was it? Okay, that then it wasn't a convention or anything. It was just a party. Yep. Okay, yeah, no, apparently they did a really, really fucking amazing job with it, too. So, what, have you seen any, like, have you seen any scenes that were interrogation? Well, I've I've watched a little bit of hers. Yeah. I watched one at our friend Monster Rod's house. Mm-hmm. He did one with um, Simple Beauty. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I find them hard to watch. They can be pretty intense. And I know the one with Highland Tiger was very intense. Yes. And it's not, for me, it's similar to, you know, I talk about like humiliation and degradation are hard limits for me. Mm -hmm. I find them very difficult. I much more build people up Mm -hmm. than tear down. So when I see scenes that include humiliation and degradation, as much as I know that they are absolutely consensual, because I know the people involved, I still find it really hard to watch because I naturally, as a caretaker, want to intervene and tell them to stop and be nice to the other person, which you can't do. You did actually, so, you mentioned you had an experience like that at yeah. one point at Crucible too. So I, I walk away from it because it's not my place to intervene. There, Everything's happening the way it's supposed to be consensually, what they mm-hmm. negotiated to. And just because I can't deal with it doesn't mean they shouldn't be allowed to do it. So seeing those two scenes, which were pretty intense, involved humiliation and degradation, that's the only ones you've seen? I think so, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, the, it, Highland Tiger's also involved impact play. Mm-hmm. Simple Beauty's involved impact play. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you said that you couldn't watch them right. fully through. Okay, yeah. so... Would you actually be able to top one of these? Because you said you'd be well, interested. Well, I could do it in a different way in the sense of, uh, you know, when you think of interrogation play, you think of you're going to have a secret and we're going to get it out of you somehow. Get it out of you somehow. Um, but there's also ways you can twist that. So, for example, I semi did what some might perceive as a type of interrogation play where my top said he was going to hit me until I admitted that the Dallas Cowboys were the best. That is exactly what that could mean. And I refuse to admit it. That That is actually a type of interrogation play. So that's the type I could do. Which where you won. Which I did, because I like to win mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so but what if he had come in and like rubbed you with silk or something and refused to hit you until you said... Until you admitted it. I still wouldn't have admitted it because I don't like to lose. Uh, John and I are going to have to have a talk about what to do with this. See if we can work something out. I don't like to lose. I know you don't. So I won't. Okay. (laughs) It's a problem. Yeah. It's a little. You need to chill with that. Jesus Christ. Chill is another word not often used to describe me. Yes. You are correct. You are not chill. Right. But so I could do an interrogation scene that didn't involve humiliation. Okay. So that would be one of your boundaries and limitations or whatever the word is uh, for that scene. As the top. Yeah. Even as the top. Right. Okay. So for this to work, you have to play within the limits that have been set out by both partners before the scene begins. This is one of those things that involves a shit ton of negotiation. And quite frankly, any CNC scene requires a shit ton of negotiation. I remember one I like when I first started with my partner that that was our thing. It was all CNC. We negotiated for like a month 
probably beforehand. And then every scene after that, we're like, okay, I want to change this. Okay, let's talk about how that might play out. Okay, this is what we're going to do if it fucks up. Great. You have to negotiate. You have to set your limits. You have to play within those limits or this isn't going to work because then it becomes legit torture. And that's not what we're trying to do here. It's play. This is meant to be kind of a mind fuck. It is meant to be a bit more on the psychological side as well as in the physical, but it is not meant to be actual, legit, real torture. So keep that in mind. Mm. Yeah, it should be. (laughs) Yeah, if you do it right. (laughs) So if this is one of the, okay. So like the basic premise is the bottom has a piece of information or something that the top does not know. And honestly, guys, if you're going to do this, Make it legit. Right. Don't don't be like, hey, this is what you would know and I have to get from you. No, then it's not fun. You have to not know the information. So the scene goes, the bottom says the information or the, the bottom has to have the information. The top is seeking the information. This can be something really simple. And I loved this idea so much. A deck of cards. It could be as simple as the bottom pulls a card and has like the queen of hearts. Right. And puts it back. The, do- the top doesn't know what it is, puts it all back, and then has to get the bottom to say the queen of hearts. Yeah. Very simple. But there's lots of other things. It could be like somebody's phone number. It could be, I wouldn't go with social security number because that's private. <laughs> but, you know, I've something like that. I've seen it be just like a phrase. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, whatever you choose. It could be a color. Well, but except for red. I mean, well, it could be red because if you're, if the point is trying to get the person to say red, then I guess, but I prefer not to. All right. So it could also be something really cool, like a secret about another person and you're just trying to get them to spill the tea about that person, like a piece of really juicy gossip. I think that would be really fun. I like that. I can't remember which website I got this from. I think it was actually Reddit. Somebody had put this in three parts. And I kind of added a fourth because the person on Reddit didn't take into account negotiation. And I feel like, so they had said set the scene and I'm like, okay, but what about set up the scene? So I like to do four parts. So kind of like when you're doing a play, you have to rehearse, you have to practice, you have to set up, and then you have act one, act two, act three. So the first part that you do is you set up the scene and this is where you negotiate. I have seen and I have taken part in this where it's taken weeks or months to negotiate. The more detailed you can get in stuff like this for negotiation, the better. This is not something you can just wing. No, to me, this is the type of scene that requires a lot of pre-planning. And um, because, well, to me, anytime you're role playing. Mm hmm. I think you need to plan it. It's it's beyond just what I, you know, picking up your violet wander, picking up your paddle and just doing it. I don't think I could ever do this as pickup play. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it as pickup play because you're if depending upon how you're doing it, right? Now right. there's a difference between the way that I talk about how I'd be okay doing it. You're you have to admit my football team's the best, right? Right. Versus I am now going to use humiliation and degradation and say some terrible, nasty, awful things to you 
yes. to try to get you to break and tell me what it is. I would not, first of all, it would not probably not work with a stranger Mm-mm. because they wouldn't know that stuff about you. Everything that I read about this is like you should do this with an established partner or somebody that you know really, really well. So like right. Rara and I could probably do this. Well, we know, you know how when you talk about when you have fights mm-hmm. and you know just what buttons to push, mm-hmm. right? That would be this. You need to know what buttons to push. But also you need to know what not to push. So like if Rara was doing this to me, for example, she knows better than to use any sort of arachnid to actually like scare the fuck out of me and damage me. Correct. So that would be pushing a limit that we wouldn't cross even for something like this, because that would that would probably scare me so bad. I wouldn't be able to continue the scene. It would be over. Well, and not only that, which would be sort of okay in the sense that that's ultimately what the interrogator is trying to do is cause the end of the scene. Yeah, but, but that would also, be over way too but fast. But there's a difference between you losing all trust in me. If I did something like that, mm-hmm. you would lose all trust in me. Okay, let me let me re- let me redo this. If you were to use the scorpion thing that Daddy J has yeah. in the glass case, I know it's dead. I know it's not getting to me. That I could probably work with. If you put a live fucking spider on me, no, no. No, 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 no. That would be crossing so many lines. Like if that actually happened, I would quit the podcast. I would move away. I would burn her house down because there was a spider in it with a blowtorch. I mean, like there's no coming back from something like that. (laughs) Well, as I said, it comes down to you need to be very careful because you don't want to lose the bottom's trust. If the bottom doesn't have trust in you anymore, then that damage goes beyond the scene. That damage goes to your relationship. That damage goes to perhaps your relationship with others. Because if I do something that breaks your trust, right? Right. And you and I now have a problem. People will gonna say people will just naturally say, Dar, what happened? You and Rara used to be besties. And you're gonna tell them, even if you oh, don't go into details. I would tell them. You would say, She broke my trust. Now all of a sudden, anybody else that I ever play with oh is that cute see the first thing i thought of when we're i'm sorry for interrupting i just totally distracted her by showing her snake a giant pink plush snake i was looking for pink rubber snakes so that i could get somebody to make a flogger out of it for you yeah but then i found this and i'm like something like this i would probably use as a joke well first of all i don't have the same fear of snakes that you have of spiders no mine is like a straight up mine is like a dislike like, I would prefer never to run into one again. But I've seen them at zoos and other stuff. Seen them out in the wild, like the streets of Arlington. Yes. <laughs> um, and I've actually become hooked on um, Molinero's labs on TikTok and watching all of his snakes. Are they cute? It's very fascinating. I watch, I watch him take the eggs and I watch the snakes hatch. Oh, so my, my, my I'm getting less dislikey. And if somebody could actually get me a pink one, I might actually be willing to own a pink snake. I would totally help you with that. I love snakes. I miss mine. I had babies, but I can't until my cat's dead because I don't think that you would go got a long well. ways yeah. to go. Yeah, if she keeps up the pace, she is. I, may, she may be dying sooner. Oh, that's not right. Don't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Poor thing. She is really fat, though. All right. Anyway, back to but you would stuff. It, my <laughs> reputation. 
would be ruined. Because if you can't trust a top to stay within boundaries and limits, then why would you want to play with them? Why would anybody want to play with them when that reputation came out? That sound you just heard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Was Dar closing her coffee mug right next to the mic. Yep. Which if I had done something like that, she would have given me such fucking grief. Well, I was so going I feel to feel the need to say something. I was going to repeat what I said so that I could cut this section out <laughs> later. Because when I realized how loud that was, I went, huh. <laughs> and now that Rara's talking about it and giving me shit for it. Now I have to keep that whole section in because <laughs> that's what I do. Because it's funny. Just seemed only fair after all the times you've given me shit. Look, I think we're even now between you whapping this microphone with your tits and my dogs going absolutely batshit for the last few episodes. Yeah. I think we're even on the whole random noises in the background thing. I don't know how listeners put up with us. Apparently we're funny. Are we? They think we are. Y'all drunk when you listen to us? <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're playing the drinking game, they may not be when they start, but they certainly will be when they're done. Yes, that's for sure. Don't but, drink and drive, people. Don't listen and drive, people. <laughs> Don't listen and drink. Don't do things. <laughs> <laughs> do things. I mean, do, things, do things, but don't do... Risk aware, carefully. Be a prick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know what you mean. <laughs> I'd be curious if others are like going, what the fuck? They should know what prick is at this point. It's your favorite word. It is. It's a good word. You want to explain prick before people? No, I'm just going to leave people like okay, that. That's fine. I can. If I they can want, it. if they want to know what it is, get it out of me. Go ahead. Dang, double dog dare you. Oh, I see what you're doing there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Rara has now invited you to torture her to get out what the meaning of this word is, or you could just go listen to episodes, which would torture you. So you know. <laughs> but no, they should have already listened to it. The episode. You're assuming they've listened in order, and I think we have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. Most people do not. I hate these people. Okay, not hate. Just very much annoyed. That's how we interrogate you. By telling me how much you listen to things out of order? Yep. That's not interrogation because you're not trying to get something out of me. Well, you might be trying, trying to just to get, get me to swear. Yes. And scream. It works. And display there's, anger. There's no torture. It's just instantaneous. Yes. Like That's not a good scene. You want it to last a while. It's constant, so it does last a while. Um, well, then all I have to do for you is just post my phone battery pictures. I've gotten used to it now. And and the car. It's lost its... I'm going to post a picture of the lack of toilet paper rolls. That hurts you way more than it hurts me. No, I'm fine with it. I can just I go should to the take, store. I should show you a picture of how many I have in my <laughs> I know. I've seen your bathroom. <laughs> I just want to make sure certain things are important. Toilet paper is one of them. <laughs> Were you one of those people during COVID that you went out and like bought a fuck ton of toilet paper? Oh my God. I was in a panic because I had problems finding toilet paper. I finally broke down and took the generic Amazon brand. <gasps> Your poor booty. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I had to. I was desperate. Yeah, no, that was a bit much. Hey, you know, we're supposed to have this really incredibly snowy, cold winter this year. You better start stocking up on toilet paper now. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, me too. I don't want to go to work. If I get snowed in and I can't open my garage, oops, can't go to work. That's terrible. Awful. Oh, no. 
<laughs> no, we did not do that on purpose. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, personally, I think that was a little scary. <laughs> Ooh, talk about a Halloween episode. Oh no. <laughs> Rara and Dara are back in the same room again. That's the scariest thing of all. You should be afraid. Be very, very afraid. I am. I'm very afraid. What is wrong with us? Are we going to continue to do this voice? Because this is actually kind of funny. <laughs> I think I can. I sound like I swallowed some helium. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I broke Rara. Oh my god, you guys, she's straight up crying. Drink. Drink all the drinks. Uh, do you need a tissue? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Here's the tissue. I'm fine. Here's a tissue. Here's a tissue for your tissue. I, I keep a box of tissues on the table. Not for my nose, but for all the crying laughter. You're welcome. There you go. Okay. Rara, are you okay? I think I'm going to be okay. Okay. So anyway, as we were saying, if you break <laughs> trust, then the people won't want to play with you anymore. And that oh, would no. be sad. And we sound like we're like on a really <laughs> fucked up episode of Sesame Street right now. <laughs> Yay! One, two, three! Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I'm gonna pee. I already peed, and I come down here, and she does this shit, and now I have to pee again. This is not part of my interrogation scene. Water sports are off limits, Rara. Oh my god. This is how we have to do an interrogation scene. What? I, we'll, make, <laughs> we'll make somebody laugh until they give it up because they can't laugh anymore because they're side certain they have to pee. That would work on both of us. I don't oh even know that you could resist that shit. Oh my god. Okay, ready? Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. First, yes. Similar to like when you have to go get an ultrasound or something. Oh god. You have to drink 24 ounces of water. And you can't go to the bathroom. Holy shit, you're mean. But yeah, I'm a sadist. And then the scene starts and you are tied up. Wait. And we make you laugh. Wait, Rara. You know you can do the whole sexual component to this too, right? You how? know how when you get an ultrasound or whatever, they have to stick the thing up your hoo-ha? Well, that's a vaginal ultrasound. Right, right, They're right. not always like that. But Okay, but I'm saying, like, if you, certain things, you have to do that, right? right? What if we use a dildo? Okay. For for that. And you it'd do be that? it'd be a medical torture scene. All of these work. Yes. Everybody thinks of Who's like the victim. Everybody thinks of interrogation as like just the spy. You know, no, the no, mission no, no, impossible no, 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 no. spy with the light on top of you. There's so many things. I have oh them in the notes. Oh my god, this is what we're gonna do. We're is gonna this... do an interrogation scene with you as the bottom. No. And I wanna do, do the 20... thing. Okay, we'll find somebody. Who wants to volunteer? You have to drink twenty four ounces of water. You have until next week recording time, so you won't even listen to this because Rara's party is next week. And, and it's, a good, it's Halloween. I want to do this. And we Who will texting? make you laugh. And you're going to try not to pee in your pants. We should put a tarp down. Oh, yeah. And a lot of chucks. Oh, yeah. This, but I don't like water sport. Okay, if it's somebody else, maybe. And I'll just like walk away as they're peeing. This sounds great. Okay, anyway. Well, this, is not, this kind of water sports doesn't bother me. It's the water sports of peeing on a person versus you're standing there and you're laughing so hard you pee in your pants. 
Yeah. It's a different. It, Remind me, me to personally. pee before the scene because I don't want to actually pee my pants. Well, that's fair. Remind me to bring a extra outfit. Okay. Okay. Oh, All my right. God. That's what we need to do. We need to do this. Okay. This is like super important now. This is such an us kind of a scene. It is. You know who would actually probably do this? Who? Naughty and nice. Oh, she'll do anything I ask. Right. I think she'd be the perfect victim for this scene. Ooh. And we can double, we can tag team. Because there are four things you need for an interrogation scene. Okay, yes. back to the notes. All right, good. Uh, you need a victim. Victim! <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't screaming at Rara's noise. I was screaming because I hit my funny bone <laughs> on the table and it hurt. <laughs> All right. So you need the victim. Uh, this is the possessor of the information or the secret or the whatever the fuck. The interrogators, in our case, because apparently Robert and I are double teaming this. This is the person who must obtain the information. You will break. Oh, we will break whoever it is. Yes, for sure. You need a secret. This is the thing that we need to obtain. I'm just going to use you and me as the example from now on okay. as the... And I guess I'm putting naughty and nice in our role of the victim. That's what we're going to do. All right. This, um, you could, honestly, there are so many different scenarios you could do with this. And this is one of those things that need to, why are you laughing already? Because I'm thinking of Passover and hiding the Afi Komen. Don't ask. Don't ask. What? <laughs> in the, A what? Okay. Passover Seder. Yeah. We have three pieces of matzah. Every time you say Seder, by the way, I think of the pan. The thing with the hooves. No? Okay. Okay. Anyway. We have three we have three pieces of matzah. You take the middle piece, you break it in half, and then you hide it. And now the kids are supposed to go get it. When they eventually find it, they sell it. I'm using quotation marks, sell it back to the elder at the table, usually grandpa, and make some money by selling it back. And I'm thinking, this is an interrogation scene. You hide the you hide the Afi Komen. And you get interrogated. Where where exactly is it hiding? Oh, you have to get the information of where it's hidden? Yes. Okay. Could do that. Don't could, ask. Could we use something not food? Sure. But I'm I'm reading your notes. This could be a secret agent hiding plans. So yes. we're hiding things. We could hide things. I'm just looking at your notes. You wrote right. it. So my personal favorite is when you're asking them to divulge some sort of information about themselves. I fucking love hearing other people's sexual fantasies. Like something about it is just really, really hot. So you could have them over the course of this interrogation thing, have the secret be describing the sexual fantasy in dirtier and dirtier detail. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Now you have the conflict. The driver of the story. How is the interrogator applying the pressure? Does the victim resist a lot? Are they giving stuff up left and right? How long are they withholding the information? Do you have like a time limit? Like, do you set a timer and like the ding is okay, scene's over, you win. I mean, like, or does this go on for hours? Like, how are you going to run this? Um, your role. This is this is the part that Robert is going to love. There are so many choices. Yes, I know Robert likes the whole police officer, you know, frisking thing. You could fuck. You could do a TSA agent. You could do so many things. You could do a military officer or another one of Robert's favorites, the mob boss. 
I do like my mafia men. Yes. You could do drug trafficking. You could do somebody frisking you for stealing something. You could do prison doctor, whatever. Top secret information stolen from the government and you're about to sell it to the spies. That you, oh, this is what Rara wants. She actually wants that one. You hide it somewhere and then you have to give it up for telling where the thingy is. And it's not going to be a matzah. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying it's I'm a just saying. It's not a, it's not a possibility. Like a ring or something or a necklace or a dollar. The chocolate. Where the fuck did you, where did the you put the salami? Is it with the pickle? It might be. Coochcumber? Is it with the coochcumber? For those who are not part of our Facebook group, <laughs> and you have to join our Facebook group, Tara, did you see the coochcumber's cousin, the potato? Uh, yes, the peen-tato. The I, peen-tato. I, I, I made the peen-tato joke. So these are the kind of things you can see as part of our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast. You should really join it. You really should. It's hilarious. The peen-tato was pretty funny. It was a very floppy peen-tato. You know, maybe he just wasn't excited yet. He should have been. He was on camera. That might have made him shy. Oh, poor Pintato. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What are you sorry for? This is like normal. <laughs> anyway, so the intensity is going to be entirely dependent on the comfort level of the players. Like, so for Rara, it might be more intense physically. But for me, I would want to do something that would be more intense psychologically. Yeah, that's so right. that's something that would have to be negotiated. And if we actually end up doing this scene, that's going to have to be very intricately negotiated between the three people. Yeah, I, I know for me, for example, uh, one of the things I. It's going to sound weird. OK, I cry at the drop of a hat. Yes. When it comes to things like television, mm-hmm. movies, books, commercials, TikToks lately. Oh, my God. TikToks lately. I spend more time crying over TikToks. They're happy tears, but still, I went to Cute go see. Dog. I went to go see the Avengers Endgame and just literally brought an entire box of tissues because I know I'd have it. Don't yell at me. You haven't seen it. No, I figured that's okay. I'm getting there. Yeah, right. Whatever. Um, so, <laughs> but when it comes to scenes, it's a hard limit. I do not want you to make me cry during a scene. Do you want to make other people cry? No, I, I I mean, if that's what they want, I guess, but it does nothing for me. Yeah, I mean, I think for a scene that you and I would do, I would leave that part out. Because that is a limit for you. Mm-hmm. So I would not be playing within that yeah. area. But if it was just me and a bottom who wanted that, absolutely I would. Well, and I, as I'm saying, so I've seen, I know the two ones with Highland Tigers of Beauty. They both, both of them were crying. Mm-hmm. during the scene which is part of why i had to walk away it was hard for me to see somebody that i cared for oh yeah crying it can be intensely psychologically triggering depending on what you're doing and of course they had they had tops that were very very into this and were into the psychological part of the scene so that makes sense which is why the negotiations is so important because you need to know how far you can push those things. And okay, so I know that you and I talk a lot about we don't do aftercare. But if you're doing a psychological scene like that, you need to know where is the limit. If you're not going to do aftercare, 
you got to stop somewhere before it gets to that point. Well, and I, I would say for this scene, for this type of a scene, I almost always do aftercare. It is a little bit of an exception. See, no, for me, definitely I would because I would go into that psychological torture part. If it was just the physical part where you're mostly just spanking and having fun, because you and I, if we did this scene where, with, um, say, Naughty and Nice, we're mostly going to do physical and she's going to love every second of it. The aftercare is going to be like patting her butt dry because most likely Ra right. will if try do, to draw blood. If we, or if we do the laughter scene to right. make you pee in your pants. I don't know that that would necessarily require aftercare. It other would be than requiring pants. going up and taking a shower. But, she, but she'd take care of that herself, yeah. you know. But that's what I'm saying is like that. But if you're doing the psychological part. Yeah, that's normally I, I a lot. I can't imagine not doing aftercare with that. Yeah. And, and I say again, that as somebody who is not a big lover of aftercare but for this i think it's a re it would need to be if happening. it's a psychological aspect yes it totally depends on how you're doing this and again that has to be in your negotiations and another thing that absolutely 100 percent has to be included in this is a safe word well if there it, should always be a safe word end of story no matter what you're doing i'm because there's dude there's a lot of people that say and we've talked about this before a lot of people say that cnc does not have a safe word or else it's not really cnc but the safe word is what gives it the first C. Listen, I was taught CNC doesn't have a safe word. That's bullshit. I was taught wrong. Mm -mm. No, not in a million mm -hmm. fucking and years. And I've learned. So it is literally what makes the first C possible. Consensual non-consent. Right. And you can't have consent if you can't take consent away. Exactly. So I, I don't care what anybody else has taught you. I don't care what anybody else has said about this. CNC has a safe word. End of story. Done. Soapbox. Yeah. Boom. Drop mic. All right. So you have to have your safe word. Um, if you're going for a color, I wouldn't recommend using red as your safe word because let's say you've got a bratty bottom. Wouldn't know what that's like. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. And you're trying to give the. Okay. So Ra Ra has to say the color purple. In this scene, okay? Purple is our safe word. For, okay. You're messing it. Oh, sorry. I'm just trying to get you to say a oh, color. I can't okay. use pink because you like that color. Yes. Okay. So we're trying to get Rara to say the word purple. Okay. Even, okay, forget the whole safe word part. Rara is going to be a fucking brat at this point and say, pink, blue, orange, green, magenta, fuchsia. She's going to like run the spectrum, all right? Ochre. She's going to go through the entire Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat song uh -huh. at this point. Do you even know that one? I've seen it. Okay. But the song, you have to go through the whole. Anyway. So we're trying to get her to say the word purple and she yells because she's going through all the colors red. In this case, since you're doing a, the color is the thing that she's trying to like, we're trying to get her to say red's probably not a good safe word because if you hear that, you're going to drop everything and be like, boom. But if she's doing it was red and yellow and green. That's not going to work. So in her case, I don't know, pineapple. Or maybe don't get her to say a color. If that, if you're going to like automatically drop everything as soon as they say different colors because they're being a brat, maybe think of something else. Okay. So one of the things you also need to be aware of in this is if you're going to do a deep dive into the psychological part of this, 
people can go nonverbal and they don't know that they're going nonverbal. So please be aware of that. Please be hyper-focused on your bottom. And please be aware that you may have to cut the scenes short if they go nonverbal. Yes. And can't come back from that. And please, if you are the top, do not be disappointed in your bottom if it has to end quickly. Do not be upset if it has to end quickly. When you are playing with psychological triggers, especially the first few times you do it, you have no idea what's going to happen. And so you need to be prepared for everything. And that's part of the negotiation. Start thinking of scenarios that could possibly happen and come up with a solution, preferably before you start playing. Yeah. You may need to use things like safety shears. Yep. To cut the restraints off this person. Mm-hmm. Like immediately. For me, I have, a, I have a thing. I have a trigger. I can't have my wrists bound over my head. Right. I can't do it. Um, however, I did a scene one time where my friend came and he put restraints on my wrist, but they were separate and they were bound to the table. They were really nice leather cuffs and my wrists were down at my sides on the table. They and weren't that above worked my head. Okay. That worked okay. However, as soon as we were done with the scene, I told him that's the first thing you need to like remove. Right. Okay. Because once I'm coming down from the high of the scene... I won't be able to tolerate them on my arms, but he listened very, that was literally the first thing he took off of me before even the blindfold was he released my hands. So that's something that I know about myself. Um, At this point, I would also add, yes, I go nonverbal. Most of the time I go nonverbal when I'm in little mode, but I don't know if this scene is going to trigger little mode or if it's going to trigger some sort of trauma or whatever it is. I do know myself. I do go nonverbal. There are certain people that don't know they go nonverbal because they've never done it before. All right. So I've never gone. Not even when you had your damn tonsils out. I yeah, know. Not even when you had COVID. I didn't fact, get any sort of break. As I tell people, if I've stopped talking. You're dead. Either I'm dead or you're going to be dead soon and you should be very afraid. <laughs> How many times did you stop talking and just look at your kids when they were growing up? A lot. <laughs> I've done that recently. You know that voice that you get where you just you just start getting really quiet. Like I dare you. Do I have um, Do it again. My friend's dog has tried to manipulate me and it's not working and I just give them the look. Not one of my dogs. No. They're they're champion manipulators, though. So I just give them the look, mm-hmm. and they slink away. Mm. Like, I don't have to say a word. They just know. Ooh, got that so one So when that happens, you should be very afraid. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Gotta throw some Halloween shit in there. Come I'm on. trying. Yeah. Not doing a good job anymore. See, the problem is I don't come across as scary. Which really should make people scared because I really am very scary. I'm not. I just don't appear it. See, again, this is where you and I are the opposite. People think they should be afraid of you and they have no idea that I'm the one they really should be afraid of. So if we're walking down the street and you're all in pink and a skirt and I'm in like leather and everything, they're going to be like really scared to come up to us. But if they do, you're the one that's going to like chop their head off. Pretty much. Yeah. Karate chop. And I'm going to be like, ah, yeah, run away. Although I did try to punch somebody who pretended that they were a spider on the back of my neck. 
Who would be that stupid? Don't ask. I actually had my hand pulled, my arm pulled back and a fist ready to go when I turned around. Like, that's the only time I've done the fight, not flight part. That was really stupid on their part. It really was. <laughs> and they deserved whatever whatever punch well, you gave them. I was apparently so fast that their hand was still out when I turned around. And they were like, oh, shit. And I was like, I was like I'm going to murder. I'm going to fucking murder you. And I just walked away. I was like, no. I know. People are stupid. I know. Don't fucking do that. All right. So you could have things like restraints, handcuffs, ropes, chains, anything that you can tie on someone, silk ties, mesh. Um, you could do blindfolds, uh, any kind of cloth, um, like an eye mask. I saw that. I, I watched a lot of porn in order to prep for this. Yeah. She posted it in our patron group, which, uh -huh. by the way, if you want to become a member of our patron group and learn all this fun stuff, then just <laughs> go to patreon.com slash podcast. One of the perks is you get to be a member of our Discord server where Dara will post things like, I'm doing podcast research by watching porn. And everybody is like, oh, you told you that was such a hard life. I was like, I know. It's so sad. Okay. And then let's see. You could tie them to a chair, a bed, the floor. You could have them hanging from the ceiling on a hard point, a spanking bench, a medical chair, a, what do you call those things that you lay on that I always have? Massage table. Man, I blinked on that yeah, one. Yeah, the ones that I've seen, they were standing so that you could have the option of 360 mm -hmm. impact. And it also gave the bottom a false sense of being able to escape mm -hmm. because they could move their body somewhat. I've seen the ones where they're tied up by their hair on, on, like a, on a hard point, but they're on the floor. They're just attached to the hard point by their hair. Okay, they would have to be also attached elsewhere because your hair will come out. Yes. If you pull it, either out of your head or out of the thing that's I holding it. I think they must have also been attached on the floor so they that their feet been. couldn't move. But it yeah. was like, it, that part was the psychological part. Like your hair is attached to the ceiling. This part, like this is the whole, Rara mentioned spotlights, but you don't need that. You could use a flashlight. You could use the $10 lamp from Target that has that like side swivel yeah. thing, you know? So like, you know, people, a lot of people have those. Now, the thing that I read suggested you have at least two kinds of toys. I'm like, who are you talking to? Who are you fucking? What? That's so cute. Who two, has two toys? Two. <laughs> you need a torture toy, which in their case, they said, Paddles, canes, a violet wand, Wartenberg wheel, etc., and a pleasure toy, a Hitachi, a vibe, some sort of dildo. This is this is what the research said. <gasps> Breathe, Rara. No, I just. I oh, had, did you think of our scene? I had an epiphany. Yes. Well, I'm going to combine our interrogation scene with making Naughty a nice laugh, peeing in her pants, with the with my old McDonald's had a farm scene that I want to do. <laughs> Because that's guaranteed to make her laugh. Oh, my God. I have uh, Sire Don has, has made me a pig paddle. It's got the pigs on it. And he it, it squeaks when you hit. Oh, my God. But he had, in order to make it squeak when you hit, he had to move the squeaker into the asshole. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Oh, no. I'm going to find a bunch of pink rubber snakes and I'm going to give them to him and he's going to have to make a pink rubber snake flogger. 
that's fine because we're gonna call it the medusa we can do the whole point is i want to do an old mcdonald's had a farm scene he has snakes on his farm and they go in this case they might make the chicken noise that's i'm not sure but i this needs to happen okay but that's the torture toy i love it this is my torture toy okay sorry but think about this for a second though think of you and think of me and how that particular scenario would never work well if we're both topping it would it yes but like people like us if you were to use the paddles on rara that's a pleasure toy for her that ain't gonna work no i get the rabbit fur when i'm being tortured <laughs> right but if you do orgasm control a vibe can become a torture toy oh yeah so think about how you're going to do this and who you're doing it with because certain shit just don't work. All right. So now we move into act one. Oh, God. All this. We haven't even gotten to That's act one. That's all the setup. Okay. The set the scene part. All right. So this is when you capture your bottom and you accuse them of something or you're bad saying. Bad bottom. Bad bottom. Spank. Robert's grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> like, yes. Do the spanking part. Yes. All right, so you could restrain them at this point and start asking questions. You start with easy ones like, what is your name? And Rara goes, Banicula. Or something. I'm trying to think of more, like, Banicula is not that scary. It's a vampire bunny. Don't you know Banicula? What the fuck is wrong with you? So much. How do you not know Banicula? Jesus Christ. All right. I didn't know Rock Hudson. Why would I know Banicula? <laughs> I broke her. Oh my god, I broke her. I broke Dar. You can't tell, but there's silent laughter coming. She almost fell out of her chair. I don't think she's breathing. I broke her. Shit, I don't know what to do now. I can't even reach the computer to stop recording right now. <laughs> she can't even speak. I'm not sure she's breathing. <laughs> shut up. And maybe I can actually breathe if you just shut up. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Rara. What? Um. <laughs> Manicular? I said banicular. It's <laughs> is that right? Is that not what you said? What'd you say? I think this is the worst <laughs> that you've ever done. What did I say? It's banicula. Oh, banicula. Uh, not banicular. Because because Dracula. Okay, I got it now. Okay. It's okay. And I didn't know about Rock Hudson because it was fucking before I was born, okay? Banicula is from the 90s. Oh, my God. Okay. I can't see. Okay. Okay. I might have to end the episode there and not finish the rest of this because I don't know where to go from here. You keep bumping into the mic. It's not me because this time. I can't fucking breathe. I'm like flailing, trying to grip this oh. table, trying to pull myself up from the abyss. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So setting the scene. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like, what's your favorite color? Rara right. screams pink. How old are you? All this other stuff. So knowing Rara, she's going to lie about all of it, but whatever. Oh my God. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> Um, then you can move into more humiliating questions like what is your sexual fantasy? When's the last time you masturbated? Uh, stuff like that. And again, you do not have to do the humiliation part. This is just like suggestions if you want to get into that. All right. Here's where you turn up the pressure. This is act two. Mm-hmm. All right. So I, you could say something like, I know you lied to me when I was questioning you. Do you know what happens when people lie? Their nose grows. He wasn't a people, honey. He did become a little boy. I am a little boy. I'm a real boy. Okay, but his nose didn't grow when he became a real boy. Something else probably did, but... (laughs) Just saying. I'm sure there's some sort of porn with Pinocchio in his nose, right? There has to be. There, Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, you're going to give them a consequence for lying, or this is when you start asking the questions that have to do with your question that you want answered or finding whatever it is. You can start to strip them. This is very psychologically telling, I guess. Um, this exerts power. So as everybody knows, the top being fully clothed, the bottom being completely naked, power imbalance, that whole thing. You can begin to torture your person at this point. Again, if you're going with the edging route, this is when you start to arouse them. You tease them. You heighten their senses. Mm. You start to play with them a little bit. You do not allow release. If you're going for the traditional, this is when you start the warm up for the beating or whatever it is that you're going to use. You can do things like tickle torture, orgasm control, Spanking and paddling, clips like clothespins, clover clips on the nipples or the lips or the dicks, Wartenberg wheels, electrified Wartenberg wheels, crops, canes, inflatable dildos, anal stretchers, sounds, electricity, knife play. But wait, yes, there's more. <gasps> Humiliation, rape play, medical play, and breath play. The possibilities are endless. Did I do my part right? You did. Thank I you. loved it. Thank you. You set that up so beautifully. Thank you. Yeah, no, there's like a shit ton of different things you can do. So like you can incorporate so many different kinds of fetishes. So let's say for somebody like me or if I were doing this to Vixen, in order to hype them up into the orgasm control part, I'd probably play something super sexy like sound wise. And then if I want to torture them, I'd put on like uh, nails a on a chalkboard. World. Oh, my God. Over and over on repeat. But that would also torture me. So maybe not. Well, you I'd, put the earplugs in. They don't get earplugs. I would, I would you get deal earplugs. With it. No, you could put the headphones on them so that it's like sound noise canceling earphones and then have the uh, playlist. Over and over. Yes. And over again. Who do we know that that would work with? We have so, so many, many scenes that we want to do now. You know, you could do two different scenes and see who wins. Competition. Ooh. I like this idea. Keep going. Okay. Talk dirty to me some more. Competition. Ooh. (laughs) A race. 
whoever wins gets something pink. <laughs> Do you know what you sound like? <laughs> that last one might have been a horse. <laughs> a weirdly turned on horse, I guess. No, you sound what? like. Why is it weirdly turned on? Can horses be turned on? How do you get baby horses? That's something I prefer not to think about. Thank you very much. <laughs> Barnyard humor over here. No, uh, what, uh, fuck, I forgot. Um, <laughs> I broke down. Yeah, you really, no, you broke me 10 minutes ago. I'm still recovering from that one. Banicular. Oh my God. I, my life is over. Um, <laughs> fucking. The movie, The Lion King. You sound you sounded like the hyena when oh. he was saying Mufasa, 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 and she goes, Whoa! Oh well, thank you. Thank you very much. I think that was Whoopi Goldberg. It might have been. I, I mean she was one of, I know she was one of the I think it was. Okay. Okay. All right. So act three. Oh yes. The Our exciting conclusion. Well, it's about time. Um <laughs> the release. The victim is starting to lose their resistance. They're giving answers. They might be giving you clues to wherever the hidden item is or the fantasy that they want or, you know, whatever the fuck it is, the queen of hearts. Um, you can test this by asking them to say things and seeing if they will actually say the things. This is one of the reasons why the safe word is so critical to this type of a scene because by now, they're also probably saying things like, please, stop, yeah. don't. I can't all, take it anymore. All the stuff that under, in normal scenes, you would say, oh, that's plain language. Safe words will use that in the scene. It'll stop. It's not going to, it shouldn't work in this type of a scene. Otherwise, you sort of take away the whole point of the interrogation scene. And again, scene. you have to specifically say that in the beginning of the scene, just yeah. so that there's no confusion. And I also would, at times during the scene... Remind them things like, you know, if it's too much, all you have to do is tell me X, Y, Z. Are you going to tell me that? And just remind them. The second you tell me where the hidden object is, this is all over. Right. These are, so you can remind them that there are ways to get out of the scene. You can stop listening to It's a Small World over and over on repeat if you simply tell me the information that I want. God, that'd be awful. I'd give it up within two seconds. <laughs> I could never be in the CIA. I'd get captured. Man, it is. I will draw you a map to wherever the fuck it is that you were looking for the thing. Give me a pencil. And I could totally do it if they told me that it was a competition. <laughs> yeah, you'd win. I'm like, oh, I'm not losing. Ten years later, I'm winning. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will get the pink paddle at the it's end. Like you have no more fingernails and toenails left. I know, but I'm winning. You've been shaved bald, lady. I'm winning, though. <laughs> God. Yeah, don't don't be me, folks. No, that's a bit much. It's a bit much. All right. So anyway, once you've gotten the secret, it is pretty much game over because eventually, like, basically you have the safe word, but the secret is also the safe word. Yes. So it is done. You're like, all right, great. Thank you for the information. Which reminds me, something important. You need a third person who knows what the secret is. Because what happens if, let's say for argument's sake, you've got the sec this, this secret. And the secret is... Uh, Mufasa, the Mufasa, Mufasa. Right? Mufasa. 
and you say Simba, Simba, Simba. And since I don't know what the secret is. They could be lying. Oh, my God. Good. Yes. Five. Yes. Yes. So you need to have a third person who is. Uh, and this will be helpful for a couple reasons. One is they'll be able to say that is the secret. So mm-hmm. the scene ends. But they can also be there to ensure that the bottom is still okay throughout the entire scene because maybe they need to call the scene. And listen, the top can also fall off on this one. It, it Doing this to somebody is also a deep psychological dive for the top. So having an extra person there is not a bad idea because the top made it aftercare in this case too. Yep. Leaving someone alone after this Either one, the top or the bottom, probably not a good idea either. Mm-hmm. I think the top is going to need just as much aftercare as the bottom is. It's pretty traumatizing on both sides. Like I love, so the thing that Rara and I were thinking about doing is kind of a silly take on this. Mm-hmm. We we are not planning on doing the deep psychological dive that would be what this scene is kind of known no, for. No, the only aftercare we might need is powder from the rash from peeing in our pants. Yeah, no. I think if all three of us pee in our pants, it's probably seen over. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that's not going to require a whole lot of aftercare other than like shower and change clothes. But if you're going to do the deep psychological version of this, you're probably going to need someone else because the bottom is not going to be in any condition condition to comfort you, the top. You, the top, may be fucked up so that you cannot aftercare the bottom. Please keep in mind your limits. Please keep in mind what that shit can go down that you're not expecting. PSA for the day. And remember, tops have limits for this too. You don't have to do something as part of the scene just because the bottom said, oh, no, it's okay. It, that's within my limits. Yeah, no, if it is not part of any, if it is a part of someone's limits, no, neither one of you do it. So like I I said, I would not do the psychological part in a scene that I am co-topping with Ra-Ra that we were just thinking about. It is within my limit. It it is not within my limits. It is within Ra-Ra's. Therefore, we will not be doing it. Correct. Okay, anything else goofy that you want to add at the end of this? Or are we ending there with the whole... Small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be featured in an episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are Pink Kink Podcast 2.0. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast. You can also help support our affiliates, which benefits small businesses and pink kink. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. 
You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. Until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. 